Welcome into the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Count on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi. Can your internet do that? Welcome in. Our 2023 draft series continues. We're getting to know some of the top NFL draft prospects from around the country, and we're doing it by checking in with some of the beat reporters that have covered them throughout their collegiate career. So what better way to get to know some players? And at the very end, I always ask these beat reporters some of the other names to watch because while we did this series last year, some of the players that we actually drafted, we, I had a chance to find out about uh, them through maybe some other interviews. So we could draft maybe multiple players from some of these next schools, and some of them might be ones that are not on everyone's radar, but just other players to watch. So be sure to listen to the very end for some of those. And of course, you can check this out on HoustonTexans.com as well. But first, Xfinity delivers the fastest internet in Houston, stream Texans games on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi network, and count on a reliable connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? All right, let's get right into it. Who's our next prospect? Here he is right here on the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Joining me once again, Phil Harrison. He's a writer and editor for USA Today's Buckeyes Wire. And it wouldn't be a draft prospect series, Phil, if we didn't talk about some Ohio State wide receivers, because I feel like it's wide receiver you. It really is, just especially over the past few years. And this year, no exception, wide receiver Jackson Smith in Jigba. What separates him from some of the other Ohio State wide receivers you've seen in the past? Okay, so yeah, Ohio State has had a run of wide receivers here. And if you ask we had two first-rounders taken last year between Garrett Wilson and uh, Chris Olave. Both of them yes. could have won Rookie of the Year, right? And, and of course, Garrett Wilson did. Uh, both really good wide receivers. But believe it or not, the year that all three of them were playing together, Jackson Smith and Jigba led the team in receiving, right? So we had two first-rounders, and Smith and Jigba had 1,600 yards of, of receiving offense on that team, better than Olave and better than Wilson. Now, what sets him apart, he's not the fastest guy. Um, he doesn't get down the field. I don't know if he's going to actually, he's been invited to the NFL combine. I don't know what he's going to do at it, but his 40 time probably won't be great for a wide receiver. He's not going to, he's not going to break the gun, um, but his ability to accelerate out of his routes and to gain separation uh, in the middle of the field. And then his ability after the catch to uh, make guys miss kind of in a subtle way, he's kind of moving forward and making guys miss and just his vision is in his, it really sets him apart. And then he makes unbelievable catches. I mean, his, his ability to use his hands and go up in traffic is second to none. Again, he doesn't outrun people, but he just finds separation like, like in the middle of the field and then uses his hands in contested catches. So I think it says a lot to know that he ended up outperforming, if you will, uh, two first rounders uh, when he played and was healthy. Our football analyst, John Harris, he compares Njigba to the 49ers, Debo Samuel, because of his versatility. So what do you think his best asset is as a receiver? I would say his route running and ability to separate. I mean, like we talked about before, he's just so quick out of his routes and, and, and the route running that he has in so, such quick burst. Again, his top level speed isn't, you see him, you'll see him get caught from behind, but his ability to get out of those cuts and burst into his routes and gain separation probably honestly the best I've ever seen um, of a wide receiver at Ohio State and that's really what sets him apart what about his fit where does he fit into an NFL offense deep threat or slot receiver where would you put him I put him in slot I mean that's where he was at Ohio State and again just to mention he's not going to really take the top off of the defense because he's not you know a burner fast enough more than a more than adequate but he's not a burner that's going to just go down the field on the seam routes but again he he 
in the middle of the field and in traffic separates from his competition to where he's open and gets the ball and then he does his best work when he gets the ball and then and is able to make moves uh, in space against the defense. So I would definitely right. think he's a slot receiver as opposed to outside. What about his performances that you've covered? Which one really stands out to you or a particular game oh. or moment or play that really of, in Jigbo's? Without question. I remember sitting in the Rose Bowl press box. Actually, we, yeah, I was in the Rose Bowl press box when he had 300 and I'm going to get the, the t- 337 yards receiving, right? Um, that's ridiculous to even think about a receiver getting 330 yeah. yards through the year. But that was the best performance I've ever seen from a wide receiver ever. ever. Mm-hmm. And by the way, C.J. Stroud was throwing to him. But just that game alone, it was, again, that what we've talked about. He could catch the ball, separate, and it wasn't, you know, he wasn't going over the top. He was catching the ball, finding those steam routes and making everybody miss and getting to the end zone. Mm-hmm. The one play that I remember the most, he, there's actually two of them. He caught the ball and then had a guy trailing. He did get caught from behind, but he stiff-armed the, the Utah defensive back for about 15 yards and got into the end zone, right? So it goes to tell you what kind of strength he has as well. And then the other one, just a ridiculous catch that he made where it was in the very corner of the end zone, and he, it just dropped out of the sky right on, the, end, right on the, the side of the end zone. And somehow he was able to last minute adjust his eyes and catch the ball and make the catch and get two feet, actually two feet inbounds and then pushed out of bounds. It was actually the, I think it was a game tying score. So just an unbelievable ability to adjust with a guy draped right on him. Well, okay. I mean, that's, I'm sold. All right. So in Jigba, <laughs> we've talked about CJ Stroud. I mean, give it, give me some other draft prospects that fans should be watching out for from Ohio State. Paris Johnson uh, Jr. is a, a tackle and he's probably going to go in the first round. You know, there's a chance maybe he, he slides into the second round, but Really athletic tackle. There's a five-star recruit coming out. And, you know, if you believe in analytics and all of that, well, it's not even analytics, but I think you only have one sack all, all of last year. And on an island, that's pretty good, you know, when you're trying to protect your, your quarterback. So really good feet, strong. And he's a guy I think that's going to, you know, the premium position that's tackle, I think he's a guy that's going to go off the board pretty quick. All right, good stuff. Phil Harrison, you can follow him at Phil Harrison, BW. Phil, appreciate the time as always. Appreciate it. Thank you. Of course, you can check out more on HoustonTexans.com and Texans 360, which airs every Saturday night on ABC 13. It's also up on YouTube, so you can catch it wherever you live. Thank you so much for listening. That's going to for this week's podcast. Go Texans.